Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. Benny, good morning, world. Good morning, world, and me and you and everyone in it. Yes. The giant uh, blueberry. The giant Aren't we blueberry. like a giant blueberry? Okay. You no. haven't seen the no. world, the earth? It doesn't Does look it, like a giant blueberry? No. Blue yeah, right. I guess so. I'll go with that on my own then. Yes, you have at that. Well, welcome. <laughs> you got, how's everything going, love? We're how's good. the boys? They're good. Work? Yeah? Yeah. Work? Yeah, I'm, you're talking right. to me. I know. That's work right there. I'm still I here. I know. And all the social distancing and everything. And yeah, it's crazy. Thank Physi- God that I we think can physical, do this. physical distancing too would also apply. Not just social distancing, but physical distancing. I'm, yeah. I'm oh, no, physical. no. I'm agreeing with you. I'm just adding that too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I've been safe and behaving, sure. but I haven't stopped living my life. I'm outside every day. The sun is absolutely beautiful. It, it has been for the last week and a half. We are oh. going to take a turn, though, a little bit for this week. It's okay, everyone. Calm down. The clouds what? are okay. Yeah, what? right now. It's already it's already raining here. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. you got to look outside every once in a while. Um, but what's kind of cool is what I've been seeing around my neighborhood, too. A lot of people are still kind of doing their little mini get-togethers, but on a really cool level, uh, there was a birthday party at the end of our street, which is pretty pretty crazy. All these balloons were out and a couple people were in the oh. yard. You know, wait, wait, it gets better, it gets better. Then have you noticed all the people doing like drive-bys in their cars for birthday drives? That, no. Yeah, they would drive by in their cars and give a honk and, you know, rev <gasps> their motor and all that for people oh, and their birthdays or something. Response. Yeah, so it's a pretty oh. kind of cool little, you know, makeshift uh a uh, backup idea, so to speak, for having a party and, and still seeing people, even though we have to be uh, sheltering, you know, sheltering in place and staying home and being safe. Oh, yeah, that's sweet. awesome. Well, I love that idea. I had mm-hmm. not seen that, but I, I can't. We, You know, I've got an international family, right? So what we're doing is we are actually getting on Zoom calls every Saturday and we're doing right. happy hour and birthdays. and Exactly. Absolutely. And we've Same got thing. themes. Mm-hmm. Themes. Like it's hilarious. The themes. stuff that people oh, are boy. coming up with. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah. We had derby hats or hats last week. This week it's Cinco de Mayo or something. I, it's going to be hey, crazy. That's coming up. It is coming up. Yeah. What about Let's May 4th? What about 4th? May 4th. May the 4th. Be with you. Be with you. All right. Mm. Star Wars theme. There you go. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should host that one. May Bring the your own be lightsaber. With you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I you see know what you're That's good. Um, mm-hmm. All right, you guys. <laughs> Not that one. Well, well, welcome to the Gratitude Cafe. <laughs> Benny, my superstar, my producer um, extraordinaire. Thank you so much for yeah, showing up and sure. doing such great work for us. Welcome, you guys. We have an incredible guest. And gosh, I think. And Benny may agree that I have an incredible guest every week. I mean, it's just all about you guys and me. I mean, I I find these these guests so we can have new perspective, new thoughts, new ideas, and hopefully a new you, the same you, just a little like updated version, version 2.0. I love saying that, version 2.0. I, I just think it's cute. And we've got a tech world around us and yeah. 
All right. I went on a, a little bit of a tangent, but we're, I'm focusing in. You guys, craziness to clarity. That's what we're in the midst of. I mean, that's our 3D life. That's kind of what we do. And so how about getting self-regulation tools, self-regulating tools? There should be or could be, not should be. I don't want to should that. There might be some anxiety, questioning some purpose, got a little spin out, maybe burnout. Maybe you're going through a life transition. Maybe your vitality, your energy isn't where you really want it to be, a lack of desire, a lack of energy, because you're not really clear on that direction. What if you're a new parent, empty nester, reinventing yourself, new relationships? Well, that can bring on a lot of limiting beliefs. A lot of stuff can, you know, come to the surface. So how about having the real life practical tools that's going to help you navigate that and to help you get really clear? That's what I did because I walked the I walked the talk, you guys. I mean, I created this because there wasn't anything out there. I wanted real life tools that created real life transformation and it stuck with me. It, I, you can evolve with it, which was super, super valuable. So if you would like to, I highly, highly recommend it. Go to suelundquist.com forward slash C, the letter C, the number two, the letter C, and go from crazy to clarity. It's your, tra- your, te- your template for transformation. I am trying to speak clearly today. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I, yeah. How would you guys like to be empowered and to rise up to your purpose and to really embrace your true identity and uncover your superpowers. You guys have heard me talk about superpowers. I love that terminology because you guys are all superhuman beings. And my guest and his latest book, David Trotter is going to join us today. And his latest book, you saw me post on all my social media, this beautiful, beautiful cover of his latest book. And it's called Empowered to rise. Now, let me give you a little bio about David, and then we are going to bring him on and get to know him, and we're going to we're going to chat. So sit back, have a cup of coffee, take what resonates with you, and then leave the rest. If there's you're here for a reason, you're listening to this conversation for a reason. So relax, sit back, and truly dive in and enjoy the conversation, and take notes if you want to. So let's get to David. David Trotter is an author, transformational coach, and the host of Inspiration Rising, a podcast dedicated to inspiring women women and the men who support them woo-hoo, to rise up in life, love, and leadership. His newest book is entitled Empowered to Rise, The Secret to Embracing Your True Identity, Uncovering Your Superpowers, and Bringing Your Inspiration to the World. David and his wife, Laura, have been married for 25 years and live with their two almost grown children in Southern California. David, welcome to the Gratitude Cafe. Thank you, Sue. It's an honor to be with you. I appreciate it. Yay! Thank you. I'm giddy. I'm I'm just giddy. Okay, so yes, I do the formal bio and the audience knows, yeah, I do all that. But you know what? Let's get to know you. A little bit of your backstory. I just, I want to hear about you from you. Sure, sure. Well, I'm uh, to the age where I've had a several different transitions in life, and I love that I, I get to choose different paths. And so uh, the first path that I chose, I was actually a, a pastor for over a decade, over 10 years, pastoring uh, Christian churches and helping start churches. And about uh, 12 years ago, I transitioned out of that. I kind of had a rock-bottom experience in terms of my own mental health. And uh, out of that, had a lot of growth, a lot of transformation. Started a more entrepreneurial endeavor, started a marketing business that I've run for the last 
12 years. Uh, I've uh, produced and directed four award-winning feature films, three documentaries on social justice issues, one scripted feature film, written a dozen books or so. And now, um, for the last couple of years, I've really focused my energy on helping the world by uh, doing coaching and uh, consulting and speaking, um, particularly helping women, and the way I say it is, uh, and the men who support them, uh, to rise up in life, love, and leadership. And I love doing that. And um, it's just an honor to be able to help people in all sorts of different ways. And that's what I've dedicated my life to. That is the thread that's interwoven. It's how can I help people? Mm, being of service and how can I help people? So let's, and thank you. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for um, not only inspiring the women, but also the the others that are in their life too, because it's, it, it's a collaborative effort as far as I'm concerned. And if the other party isn't willing to jump in, there's, there's, going to be conflicts. Um, But all of it's worth the lesson to be learned is what I'm trying to say. So let's go into this beautiful, beautiful, I'm serious. And I know David at the, at the beginning, uh, before we got on, I was admiring and telling you how beautiful the cover is audience. You've got us, I posted it on social media and I'll make sure it's up there again, but empowered to rise. Tell me about the why for this book. Yeah. Well, the why is, um, you know, I wanted to give people a taste of the uh, by the heart behind the coaching that I do. And I've written a number of books, um, but I really wanted to give um, my audience, my community, something that would give them a taste of my heart behind what I'm, I'm calling them to. So when I started writing the podcast, I wrote a manifesto, um, a short, um, just it's a little card. People can go to our website, inspirising.com, and they can request the card. I'll send it to anywhere in the world for free. And the manifesto, I wanted it to be a way for people to know this is what I stand for. This is what I believe is most important in our lives. And so I took that manifesto and just expanded it into a book to help people um, embrace these concepts. Um, the manifesto, do you mind if I read it real quick? I'd like to oh, I would love that. Yes, please. Absolutely. Yeah. It says, my life has been inspired from the moment of conception. I am whole and complete just as I am. I don't have to do or be anything else to be loved. This is my true identity. Embracing my inspiredness, I am discovering my unique way to bring inspiration to the world. My life story, wiring, and strengths are my superpowers, and I'm learning to use them with others for the sake of others. I have access to all the resources I need to live out my inspiration, and I will be strong and courageous in the face of any challenge. My inspiration is rising. And people really um, resonated with the heart behind that because I'm going, this is who I want to be. This is who I want you to be. I'm inviting you know others to step into their true identity and embrace um, the empowerment that's already there. And so I wrote the book as a way to just elaborate on the manifesto and help people do the three things that we talk about, uh, which is embrace their true identity, uncover their superpowers, and bring their inspiration to the world. Everybody has something inside of them that they're bringing to the world. It doesn't mean that they're starting some big business or starting some coaching practice. Just, hey, you've got inspiration inside of you. You've got something that's beautiful and powerful that you're bringing. Are you bringing that? Because you're already empowered to bring it. You just kind of embrace that empowerment that's already there. And so um, people are resonating 
um, with the manifesto and with the book, and uh, it's, it's fun to be able to see how people are responding to it. How are people responding to it? I mean, I, I witnessed well, it, but I want to hear. I want to hear from what, what you've witnessed so far. Yeah. Well, um, you know, a number of people, they'll pick it up for the cover. They're like, wow, this cover is amazing. <laughs> and then they'll get into it and go, this is really good. This is really inspiring. They, um, they love the interweaving of my own personal stories, my own stories of, um, you know, failures and frustrations and also um, kind of breakthroughs and tied in with really practical truths. And so people are finding that it's resonating with them, not only on an inspirational level, but a very practical level. You know, I actually went to my Facebook community as a group of um, women and, and guys that, that kind of connect with me, and I asked them about the title first. You know, they chose the title. They actually chose the book cover out of a number of different options, and then they chose the length, actually. Those self-help uh, books are about 250 pages. And they said, please don't have the book be over 150 because we just don't get through books. We're busy people. And we usually, after the first 150 pages, we get the point, you know, and we don't finish a book. So we would rather it be a little shorter. And uh, it's funny because it's kind of a bit of an ego. You know, you go, well, the longer the book, the better it is. Like the more I'm elaborating, you know, on on whatever the point is. And uh, they're like, no, no. Keep it shorter uh, so that we can embrace it, enjoy it, finish it. So, yeah. Nice. So 100 pages. Note to self. <laughs> 100 pages. I love that you brought in the community, too. Um, that's that's special because then you can look at that and they can be empowered to say, oh, I was a part of that. And that's beautiful. So, audience, I'm going to read a couple um, parts of the book. And, and um, David talks about... Embracing your true identity, uncovering your uniqueness, and bringing your inspiration to the world. And you know what, David, before I do that, if there is, because I know when I was first starting my journey, there was a lot of confusion, a lot of doubt, a lot of fear. How can we help the audience from your experience to step through that fear? What, what are some like superpower tips that you can give them? Yeah. Well, for me, it all starts with embracing your true identity. And so much of our culture is focused on propping ourselves up with all sorts of external uh, accomplishments or objects to develop an identity. Mm. So it could be your education. It could be your socioeconomic level. It could be your uh, gender, even. It could be your sexual preference it could be the car that you drive, the house where you live, the, the quality of your hair and nails, the jewelry that you wear. All of those things can, there's nothing wrong, you know, or right, wrong, good, or bad about any of that stuff. They're beautiful things that, that add to our life. But um, ultimately, we can use them to prop ourselves up, to make ourselves feel whole or enough in some way. And the challenge is that almost all of those things can be here today and gone tomorrow. Let's just say even in this moment where we're in the midst of the corona crisis, um, let's just say you had an amazing job and you built your identity around that job. 
and you would have never anticipated that job going away for whatever reason, right? Um, and let's just say it's gone now. Well, who are you? Who are you now that that job is gone? Because that is, if that's part of the identity that you've uh, rooted your life in, uh, you propped yourself up through that. It's, it's challenging. So I say, what would it look like to actually embrace your true identity? And that identity comes deep within. Now, I come from a background that believes in the divine, uh, believes in, you might call that being source, universe, God, God is power, right? Um, but uh-huh. let's just assume that the divine created us. That's the, that's the assumption that I'm coming from. I don't know how that could happen. And if the divine created me, then I believe we all have a divine imprint. There are fingerprints of the divine all upon my life. And the depth, the depth of my identity is that divine imprint. The fact that the divine has made me, created me. And that's where my true value is found. That's where my uh, beauty is found. That's where my love is found. That's where my joy is found in that true identity that can never change. It can never, ever change. The fact that I am loved and am loved. Uh, So if we embrace the true identity, and in the book I go through the top three that I believe are most helpful for people, that I'm inspired, I'm enough, and I'm loved, Uh, if I embrace those three components of my true identity, I'm going to be able to break through more of that deep-down fear. Now, fear comes here and there, for sure, of course, and I've got to have tools to be able to overcome those mentally. But it begins, for me, by embracing my true identity. The metaphor I love to use um, is, uh, you know, I grew up in the time when the space shuttle was huge, too. Do you remember space yes, shuttle? Yes, Okay. Yep. Right. It's gone now. But um, loved as a kid, gathering around the television or at school, watching it take off. And as a, you know, a little boy, you're kind of like, wow, this is amazing. The space shuttle, this rocket, it seems so big. Imagine the people that are inside. It's so amazing. And everybody's thinking about the space shuttle, how intricate it is, where it's going, how far it's going to launch itself out into the universe. And nobody is really thinking about the launch pad or the foundation, right? The, mm. the, the, place, the place from which the rocket launches. Nobody's going, wow, what an amazing launch pad. That is so cool. <laughs> oh, nobody even... Nobody even thinks about it, right? It's just like the the assumption. And so that's how I see our identity. It's the foundation from which we launch our lives. And it may not be the sexy or the cool thing to look at. Yes, that new car feels good. Yes, that new uh, watch or, you know, whatever it is that you put your, you know, uh, emphasis on or the thing that you like in life. But, man, that foundation is absolutely um, essential if you're going to have something from which to launch. Oh, the foundation. Oh, so true. And I, I love that you bring that up. And there's so many things mulling around in my head because I, I think we could go in so many different directions. But I, I, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's the pull of the energy from the audience, but there's a confidence. And I know that you talk about embracing your true identity, but if we could back up and look at that and and say, well, what happens before I even get there? What if I don't even know? Because I know from my personal self-journey, and the audience knows this, um, 
it was very hard for me to understand my own love. What does love really mean? Especially if I turned it inward, I did not know. And I didn't have the language, nor did I have a lot of the experiences reinforcing self-love for me, whether it was external or internal. So I, I started off going, okay, how do I, and it's, it's base of self-love and confidence, right? It, it's the same mm-hmm. thing. How do I take that first step to getting to my true identity? But even before that, how do I get over my fear and get to self-love, self-confidence? Mm. Did I articulate that question? I want to make sure I articulate yeah, that, it because it's mulling in my head big time, David. Thank you. Yeah. So how to get over a fear in order to move towards self-love. Yes. Yeah. You know, for me, um, and part of it, it could be just because of my uh, rich background in uh, the Christian faith, is that um, I love because I was first loved. And so it starts in, for me, in knowing that I was loved by the divine. And that if the divine created me and loves me, just as I am, that then I am then invited to not only love others, but actually first love myself. So uh, I have people in my life that are uh, conduits of the divine love. So um, I would say that self-love can be a challenge for me personally, and one of the greatest um, conduits of love from the divine to me is my wife. So uh, I talk about this in the book a bit where she will tell me that she loves me. And sometimes I will playfully say, well, why? And she will roll her eyes and be like, stop, please just stop, you know? And uh, part of that is I'm being playful, but the other part of it is going, with all my challenges, right, with all my flaws, with all my insecurities or, you know, ups, downs, twists, and turns in life, you still love me. Wow. Thank you. And for me, people become that conduit or that reflection of divine love in my life. And then that invites me as well. So the knowledge that the divine loves me and created me, that invites me into self-love. Uh, and the example of others being that conduit of love to me. Uh, boy, I'll tell you, uh, when I had my first child, when we, my wife and I, we have two kids now, 20 and 17, and it's not until I hold my own child, and I know everybody has their own um, journey in this. Maybe you, you're listening and you don't have children, so that's not saying you can't experience it. I'm just saying that my own experience of holding my first child and recognizing, wow, now I'm catching a glimpse of the level and the degree of love that my parents have for me. Mm. And holding my own child, then there's this breakthrough of not only am I loving my own child, but I'm recognizing how deep my parents' love for me is, which then I'm recognizing that they're loving me as a conduit of God's love. I'm then invited once again to examine wow, if they love me that much, what, what does it look like for me to love myself? So um, for me, these are all little access points. Um, well, I, I love that, Dave. I'm going to just, I've just got to pop this little seed into the, the audience here because you created a different experience 
by having a child or creating that new experience of love for you. And not only it gave you a new neural pathway, a new experience, something that you could build on and go, oh, that love is just incredible, right? So now you've mm-hmm. got the experience that you can build on and go, oh, I want more of that. Check, right? Mm-hmm. Self-love, yeah, external I've... love, all of that, right? Absolutely. Oh, it's beautiful. I love it. All right, guys, you know what? We're right about the halfway mark. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to talk a lot more about Empowered to Rise with David Trotter. We are embracing your true identity. We're uncovering your uniqueness, and we're bringing your inspiration to the world. Those are three very top important aspects of his book and how he teaches, educates, inspires, and coaches um, all over the world. His latest book, Empowered to Rise, David Trotter's joining us today. We'll be right back. This is Sue Lundquist with the Gratitude Cafe. You know our love was meant to be Preceding audio was via a Skype call. The C2C Live Challenge is your way to sustain your mindset after transition and your soul's desire to create and sustain your life on your terms. 2020 is going to be huge, so get yourself set up right now. With this achieved, you'll have real-life practical tools and self-regulation and have the answers to self-sabotage, stop being taken advantage of, saying a respective no, and so much more. You can do all that while you're taking care of yourself and loving the whole. For more information about the C2C Live Challenge, visit suelundquist.com forward slash the letter C, the number two, the letter C, 2020, SO, number two. That's suelundquist.com forward slash C2C, 2020, SO, number two. The C2C Live Challenge. Do it for you. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Dispenza. I wanted to take a moment and let you know about a nonprofit organization called Give to Give. The Give to Give Foundation was created by a group of people who have studied my work or have participated in my workshops around the world. And by applying the principles of mind over matter and the mind-body connection, they've created outstanding changes in their lives or in their health, and they wanted to give back. The organization is dedicated to providing the proper resources to those people in need to gain the opportunity to learn exactly how to change their body or their lives. If you want to learn more about the Give to Give Foundation, or you know someone that needs help, or you simply want to make a donation, visit givetogive.com. Those who give don't always know how to love. Those who love always know how to give. Thank you. Hey, Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. All right, folks, seriously, I've got the doorway. I'm working with amazing, high-functioning clients that are doing the work and busting through old habits to now transform their lives. This means breaking their old programming, their old stories, to feeling a purpose and such a relief that now that they have the answers. Does that sound good to you? Yes, I knew it. Give me a call, 206-300-2227. Bored with the other stations, hammering away on the same old talking points? 
Try Alternative Talk 1150 and get some variety. Oh, thank you. I just went back to the 80s. Oh, bad hair. We're talking Aquanet. What do you mean bad hair? That was good hair. It was It was just big. There's nothing wrong with big hair. Wet, wet and wild 528 lipstick. Okay. Blue eyeshadow. Right. Oh, wow. Guess it depends on where you live. <laughs> total, total emotional resonance there. Nice. Wow, that's nice. awesome. Thank you, Benny. Okay, sure. welcome back. This is Sue Lundquist, the host of the Gratitude Cafe. Yeah, see what David uh, was doing in the 80s. <laughs> all right, David, welcome back. David Trotter, how are you? Welcome back, love. How about you can answer that? Good. <laughs> well, I was uh, I was skateboarding in Kentucky. That's where I grew up and lived in the 80s. Um, I like I love the 80s. The 80s are great. See who didn't? The hair, I love the vibrant hair. colors. Oh. Yeah, hair, skateboarding. Oh, That's yeah. the Tony Hawk days. Sorry, I'm, I'm a big fan too. There we go. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and now they're coming back. Well, let's do an 80s party, theme party, a vintage 80s. There's and I'm another. like, vintage? Mm-hmm. What? It's not vintage, no. I know. It's I... Like the little. It's what the youngsters are calling it, the kids. But uh, yeah. you see it recycling like every 20, 25 years. Not to get yeah. off topic, but that's usually what it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's okay. Like some people call them the 90s vintage now. I'm like, whatever. What? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. All right. It is love. We're talking about empowering you like we do uh, on every show, guys. It is new perspective, new thoughts, new ideas, a new you, um, a version of you, uh, just 2.0, quite honestly. We've got an incredible guest today, David Trotter. And we're talking about his latest book, Empowered to Rise. And uh, if you missed the first part of the show, we were talking about the three top components that he um, bases his coaching and this book on. And it's about embracing your true identity, uncovering your uniqueness, and bringing your inspiration to the world. And I would like to encourage you, audience, when I say those, ask yourself what that looks like to you. Ask yourself, am I embracing my true identity? Ask myself, what is my uniqueness? Ask myself, what am I doing to inspire the world, be of service, bringing your inspiration to the world? So, David, welcome back, love. Thank you. Good to be with you. Thank you. Okay. I'm inspired. I'm enough. I'm loved. We talked about self-love and obtaining that and what that looks like at the top of the hour. I'd like to jump into uncovering your uniqueness um, and that unique vision, your real life superpowers and the heart of others. So I'm just kind of going through a little bit of what you talk about in your book. You want to jump in? Yeah. Well, every single person I believe has <clears throat> unique superpowers and the way that I love to talk about them, flowing from your story, your wiring, and your strength. So the first way that I believe our superpowers are formed is through our life story. Every person has a unique story, a, a way that they have lived and brought up, things that they've experienced, the ups, downs, twists, and turns that have shaped them, and that creates life stories. If you grown up in a different country than where you're living right now. That's part of your superpower because you have a unique experience um, from the people, excuse me, around you. 
uh, if you have had some sort of trauma or tragedy or challenge, that actually can be turned into a superpower because that's part of your unique journey, your life story. Um, for me, for instance, I moved, uh, I mentioned Kentucky. I moved um, from Kentucky to Northern California when I was 16, and my family made that transition, and that was a, at a really pivotal time in my life. And can you uh, imagine moving from Kentucky with a southern accent to California? Oh, dude, it was painful. It was really painful. And yet, um, that's a superpower of mine now to be resilient and to make transitions and to make moves because of the story of my life. So I love to help people uncover how their superpowers are actually flowing from whatever they've experienced in life. Uh, the second is your wiring or your personality. That's a unique part of who you are. And then, of course, your strengths. I love to help people go through the strength finders. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. It, was, it used to be called strength finders. Oh, I lost Taking you. That test go, David? Nope, I lost you, honey. You said strength finders, and then I lost you. Uh, Gallup Strength Finders, uh, the Gallup organization. Um, it's actually called Clifton Strength Finders now. Um, have you ever taken that assessment? No. I'm writing it down right now. That is amazing. Yeah, so it's based on, I believe, 34. Um, the main book that people can purchase on Amazon is called Standard Strengths. It comes with a code. Yeah, I lost uh, you again, David. I don't know what's going on. I uh, couldn't hear any of that. So sorry. That's okay, uh, it's, love. Uh, uh, called a book called Now Discover Your Strengths. Can you hear me better now? Now I can, yep. Okay, good. Uh, and um, it comes with a code that allows you to take an online assessment, and the assessment then gives you your top five strengths. And the assumption is that kind of in America, we are taught that you're supposed to work on your weaknesses rather than working on your strengths that your greatest degree of growth will be if you can, you know, turn that weakness around. And statistics are, you know, scientists show us that really the um, most of your growth in life is going to uh, come from maximizing your strength, not trying to turn your weaknesses around. And so they help you identify your top five strengths and how uh, those are unique to you and how you can use them as part of your superpowers. So, um, all of those components really come by uh, and make you a unique person. And through that uniqueness, we generally can access the state of flow and get into that place of flow when time flies by and we're doing things that are just uh, so fun and engaging for us. And so I love to help people find those superpowers, access that state of flow, and then ask themselves, how can I leverage this? How can I use this in a way to bring my inspiration to the world, my vision to the world, my beauty to the world? And that can be um, for a lot of uh, women that I work with, they're moms, and they're investing so much of that inspiration into their children in the early years. Uh, and then the transition happens around middle school where they're needed in a different way for their children, and oftentimes becomes an identity crisis to say, who am I? If I'm not needed on a day-to-day -day basis as much as I was, who am I now? And that's when accessing those superpowers from a different perspective and saying, hmm, what are those things that are welling up within your heart? What are those things that you're excited about and energized about? 
how could you use your superpowers in order to bring that that inspiration to the world? And that starts to unlock all sorts of ideas and visions and excitement for people at that that transition point in life. Oh, I'm, I'm noodling on everything that you're saying, and there's something I've, I'm going to have to come back to it because um, what I'm hearing from you is and and audience and I, I want you to chew on this too and it's embracing your life embracing those transitions um those those i and and david i call them opportunities um mm-hmm. not i i and and it's it's a play on words because i i want my nervous system or my 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 subconscious and all that stuff to have a calming effect versus oh it was a fear or it was something horrible that happened to me no you know what it was an opportunity for me to gain growth, to gain wisdom, to gain compassion, to gain forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. also was empowering versus the victim role, right? Mm-hmm. So I use that and, and I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm encouraging the audience also. And similar to what David's talking about, embrace your life and those transitions and be resilient based on those past experiences and then using those and transitioning those into your superpower. Take your power back. Use those exactly. beautiful, exp- yeah. Take your power back and use those superpowers to your benefit. That is who you are. And, with, and I know for myself, everything that I've gone through, the traumas and all of that, and I've got three grown daughters, all of that still, I'm still learning. But it made me who I am today, and I can certainly relate to a broad spectrum of fears and traumas because of, of my life experience. And I, I say that with complete gratitude. I really, really do. Now, am I say is it, do I still have triggers that come up? Sure. Absolutely. But I have learned and also done so much research. It's the, and Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this extensively. It's a refractory period. Yes. You have emotions. Yes. You can bring them up but it's how fast you get rid of them. That's the important Mm. part. That's really important because if you keep carrying it, you know, you used the analogy earlier, but if you keep carrying that weight of emotions, that weight of fear, that weight of resentment, that's going to create your personal reality. That's going to create who you are. And you don't, you know, I I don't want to be fear. I want to be love. I want to be mm-hmm. compassion. I want to be in elevated emotions of gratitude. And I think that's really, really important. So, David, uh, and audience, if you're just tuning in, we are talking to David Trotter, his latest book, Empowered to Rise, The Secrets to Embracing Your True Identity, Uncovering Your Superpowers, and Bringing Your Inspiration to the World. We have talked about embracing your true identity. We have just talked about uncovering your uniqueness, that superpower. What is your unique vision? All of that. I would like to jump into the action part. Can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, right on. Action. Yeah. I love encouraging people to take action. Um, That's one of the ways that I've been able to make my own impact in the world is uh, if you have something within you, if you have what I call an inspiration or a vision, the question is, why are you not taking action on it? Why are you not living it out? I can sit down with somebody and within 10 or 15 minutes, 
they will oftentimes, for whatever reason, just tell me the thing that they've always wanted to do, the thing that they've always wanted to try, the thing that they've always wanted to experience. And the question that always is, well, why haven't you? And like you said, so many times it's our fears that hold us back. And so that's where it starts with, if you embrace your true identity, who you truly are, that you're already enough. And if you develop a solid vision or a mental picture of whatever it is that you want to accomplish, whatever it is you want to experience in life, then you have to break it down. And this is the simple stuff that we all know, but oftentimes have a hard time implementing, which is goals and action steps. You know, if I have a mental picture of something I want to accomplish, uh, I've got to break that down into incremental bites so it won't feel so overwhelming. If I baby said, steps, uh, literally someone, baby steps. Yeah, like, okay, write a book. Well, if you say, write a, that can feel really overwhelming to a lot of people if they're not even uh, aware of what are those incremental action steps. So you might have, as a listener, something that you want to do. It could even be anything from renovating a, a room in your home to transform it into more of a hospitable environment for your family, and that's the inspiration that you have right now in your life. And you're like, I don't even know where to start. It's a bunch of clutter. It's so overwhelming. Okay, you first of all have to get a mental picture of your preferable future, what you want to see it look like. And I love taking people through a visualization or a meditation to help them see that end result. And then what does it look like to then ask some people, how do I do this? If you don't know yourself, how do you reach out to others to help give you inspiration to see that vision come to fruition and get their input and then through their input, setting goals and action steps to actually move forward. Uh, Sue, I've produced and directed, as I mentioned, four uh, award-winning feature films, three documentaries, one on uh, orphans in India, one on sex trafficking in the United States, one on kind of a cult group here in Southern California, and a scripted feature film. When I first, in 2012, I wanted to draw attention to the issue of orphans in India, and I looked at a buddy and I said, I think we could do a documentary on it. And he said, have you ever done one? I go, no. And I looked at him and he said, no. Well, we can figure it out, right? I'd already been to India like seven or eight times. We grabbed a cinematographer, set up a translator, showed up. We looked for a group of orphans that were kind of uh, living alone. And because we knew that if we could find a group of orphans, we could highlight them in their lives and share about them. We did it. It got picked up for distribution. It was on Netflix for two years. I'd never even, I didn't go to film school, right? It was, I just had a vision that I wanted to draw attention to orphans in India. That was my uh, vision. Then uh-huh. once I captured that vision, all of the goals and the action steps, I just had to take one step at a time. And so that's what the end of the book helps people think through is, okay, whatever it is that you want to do in life, I don't know what you want to do. You do, though. Something inside of you, you can do it. But you got to break through those fears first, like you said. Embrace your superpowers, that you have a unique way of doing it. And because the way that you would go about renovating that living room that you want to transform would be radically different than the way I would go about it. Why? Because you have a unique vision. You have unique superpowers. And that's all good. But you've got to uh. take action. I love that. that. I love that. Okay, guys, so a noodle on what David was just talking about. You've got to take action. 
And David, the, the, the number one thing in my curriculum that I talk about, um, in, in my, um, craziness clarity is the first and foremost thing that you've got to witness is the awareness. If you are not aware that you, you're like, you know, you've got that squeaky wheel, there's something in there, but if you're denying it, if you're, um, saying, no, 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 you're pushing it to the side because you don't feel it's important bring that to the surface, be aware of it. And like you talk about then, I love that you use that analogy because the radio network for me 10 years ago was the exact same thing. Cause I was, yeah. a published, I was a published author in PS. I had no idea what I was doing. And then I said, all right, universe, I call it Gus, God, universe, spirit, what it, what, it could be purple chopsticks. If it makes you feel love and compassion and divinity for everybody, do it. I call it Gus. So where I'm going with this, I said, all right, Gus, where am I supposed to go after the book? And literally it was radio show. And I about dropped my drawers because I was like, I've never done radio. It's never been on my radar. Oh my gosh. I have to speak my truth. Everybody's going to hear that. What if they don't like me? Yes. It's those, right. It's those fears that come up, but I love what you're saying, David, in your book. And as you hate, you've got to take action, but also David, what you were saying about the, the biggest question, and I love this, audience, put this on a sticky note, put it on your fridge, put it in the car, think about it. Why are you not taking action? Why are you not taking action? Is it fear? Is it limiting belief? Is it overwhelm? And, and David talks about, and, and in his book as well, but also through coaching, and takes you through steps to see what that looks like and see what it feels like. And again, that overwhelm, what David was talking about, it's baby steps and also bringing up those superpowers that could have been limiting beliefs and fears uh, back then. Now bring them in to your current day and go, oh, no, I'm embracing this. I got this. That's the resilience. Right, David? Absolutely. And the question that I ask everybody is, who's walking with you? Who is coming alongside you to cheer you on and encourage you? I generally, whatever, whatever big project I have, I have two types of people that I ask to walk alongside me. One is somebody who just believes in me and cheers me on and loves me, right? They may not know the intricacies and details. Like, I was, you know, doing a radio show like you're talking about. They may not have any clue about that, but they just will listen and pour in, and that's my wife and some close friends, right? They will cheer me on. They don't know the details, then I do want to reach out to somebody who's done whatever it is that I am wanting to do. They have some sort of knowledge of the process that can help me um, short, you know, give, give me a shortcut to help me learn things faster. And those are people that they may not even cheer you on or believe in you. They might be even kind of rough or whatever, but they've got knowledge that you need to have. And so how do you access that? It could be through a book. It could be through a coach like Sue. Uh, you could, you know, working with her because she can help give you a shortcut in whatever it is that you're wanting to accomplish in your life, right? Um, and some of that belief can come from a coach, but more so that belief comes from family and friends, I think. So if you have family and friends that really believe in you in that way, of course. Yeah, and let's let's two... do a disclaimer there, right? Because there, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's just like what you were talking about, what's your environment? You said who is walking right. with you because, and, and you know, and, when you, and I know this for myself, and I'm just going to throw it out there. And, and I say this because it's an awareness practice. And I, I, that's why we're sharing this, guys. So you have a new awareness, a new perspective, new thoughts, new ideas, new use. 
all of that, look at the people that you are surrounding yourself with. Are, are, are they quality and in, in, as in, do they inspire you? Do they listen to you? Do they genuinely love you? Or are they breaking you down? How are you expelling your energy? I think that's really important. And David, you were talking about that. Look at your environment, really see. And if it's not, reach out to the people that do inspire you, that would have the feeling, the, 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 the life that you think feels right to you and just kind of talk to them and ask. I mean, again, with everything, and I, this is discernment, folks, take what resonates with you and leave the rest. I love that. Thank you, David. I literally do not have a single person in my life who does not believe in me and my vision and what I'm, what I'm all about. Or if they, if they do have questions, I don't talk about it with them. And so you might have family members who don't exactly believe in whatever it is that you're passionate about. I just don't talk to them about those things. Okay, let's go to that, David. Wait, let's go to that because that's, I just got goosebumps. That's super important because when you feel as though you want to talk, you're like, there's that urge that you really want this person to support you and you want to talk, but they're like, eh, no. And then you feel defeated, right? So how can we talk to the audience and say, hey, you know what? It's okay. Don't take it personally. Release the expectation, right? Because there's an expectation that you want them to support you. Release that. Talk to and expel your energy to that cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and oftentimes it's going to be uh, our family, right? Uh, mom or dad. Even at middle age, I find that so many people are still looking for that approval, right, of mom or dad or a sibling or something or a, 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 a partner, a spouse. And it is hard. It is definitely hard. And that's where the, uh, for me, going, I don't need the approval of other people. I have to be rooted in what I know is true for me. And I then have to uh, have a clear boundary of what I'm going to talk about with this person or not. And if I'm looking for their approval, I'm looking for them to somehow validate me. I'm going to be disappointed over and over again. And I can't find my true identity based in what their opinion of of me is. I have to find my true identity somewhere else, not in the approval of others. Mm. I love that. Did you guys hear that? Finding your true identity within yourself, not by the approval or the validation of external. And again, both David and I, look at the people that you're asking the questions. Look at the people that you're sharing your experiences, your life, whether it's personal or professional, really look at that and see if that's a really good choice. And if it's not, guess what? That's okay. We're here to give you permission to say, you know what? I love you, but I'm going to share this with somebody else. And that's a boundary. That's you being empowered and taking care of yourself versus diminishing yourself in front of that other person because they don't want to hear what you have to say or they're not going to cheerlead you. Don't do that. Stay in. And I actually. Oh, go ahead. Yes, please, please, please. And I, I, I give myself permission to grieve that oh, aspect of the relationship. Yes. You know, so I go. Yes, I wish I could talk to this person about this subject, and I can't. You know, they're not in a place where it would be helpful for our relationship, uh, and so I can grieve that and feel bad about it and feel like I wish that that was different. But it's not. And so I'm going to allow that to die. 
Um, but rather than just blowing it off, like, oh, that's no big deal and moving on, I, I actually feel it and go, that's sad. You know, I'm really sad about oh, that. And I'm okay boy, with that, that, you know? Woo, that was really powerful for me, David. Thank you. That really, really was powerful for me. Just yeah. to allow, and I, I yeah. felt that big time. Ah, thank you for that. That was a really good superpower tip for me to hear today. Thank you so much. Grieve mm. them, you guys. Allow it. It's okay. Mm. Scrumptious stuff, and David. All right. Be, yeah. Go ahead. I, Go ahead. I can still be in a relationship with them, right? But it may not be in this. These are the certain things that I don't feel safe talking about or doesn't feel okay to talk about. I can still be in a relationship in other ways. Uh, but, and that's, that's a journey. That's tricky. That is because you're, you're grieving the expectation or you're grieving the, Oh, I really wanted that from them. It's an expectation because you you genuinely wanted to share something valuable and that's just not, you're going to have to let it go and grieve it and allow it to go. All right. We've got just a couple minutes, love. I'm going to remind the audience who you are. It's David Trotter. We're talking about his latest book, empowered to rise the secret to embracing your true identity, uncovering your superpowers, and bringing your inspiration to the world. We have talked about uh, three very top components, uh, embracing your true identity, uncovering your uniqueness, and bringing your inspiration to the world. Now, I I list those out again for you guys to ask yourself those questions and then get the how-tos in this book. And David Trotter beautifully takes you through this. Um, you can go to all of the social media in the website. You can find all that information on my social media. And of course, uh, gratitude cafe, all of that. We've got about a minute and a half. Uh, what would you, what are you grateful for? What, what would you like to end our time together with? Well, first of all, I want to remind people they can get the book on Amazon or go to our website, inspirizing.com. Thank you. Uh, but then, in terms of what I'm uh, thankful for and have gratitude for, I tell you, boy, during this time of uh, physical distancing, spending a lot of time with my wife and, and two uh, kids, I'm thankful for them. I'm thankful for mm. our relationship. I'm thankful for our playfulness. I'm thankful for our love for one another. Uh, that that has been cultivated over a long period of time, and now being this close together for a long uh, period of time once again, you know. I, that investment has uh, paying off just being with each other and loving each other. Um, I, I'm really thankful for that. Oh, beautiful. Well, I am too. And I'm thankful for all those families that are embracing that as well. All right, guys, this is it. We are at the end of our show for today. I will see you guys next week. Again, Empowered to Rise. You can go to insporising.com to get all the information and also on amazon.com. Remember, guys, your life is as good as your mindset. We'll see you next week. And until next time, each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the Gratitude Cafe. Simply search for Gratitude Cafe in iTunes, hit subscribe, and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and we'll be forever grateful one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review. Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe. Don't forget, every week is a new show and you could submit your questions at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. 
You can also call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Find the live streaming link at sulunquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.